This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. Woohoo! We are back. Can't believe this is the first episode of season two. Honestly, when I first started this, I had no idea if I was going to continue it, if I was going to just try it out for the first 10 episodes like I did and just maybe finish one out season or whatever else. But as time kind of came on, I just keep doing more and more and I still get listens. So thank you everyone for who keep listening. Anyone who comes in new, like I believe I really appreciate everyone who has helped me along with this, who are even just, just listen or will actually just like something on Instagram for me. Just kind of one of those things you you like being validated in the things you create. So for the first episode, I kind of wanted to talk about misquotes. Like misquoted, I'm not sure, actual quotes or um, sayings and different things like that. Because honestly, so many of them have been warped and just changed so much that it's a little frustrating, especially being a... I'm kind of a fan of linguistics. I I almost went into school for it, but it was a little a little too much for me with everything else I was already doing, and it was, I didn't love it that much. So I guess I just wanted to talk about the four quotes that I wanted to talk about. I actually have a fifth one, but that one will be in actually the next episode because there was a, a little too much for me to put in here. It would honestly like double the length the, of the podcast episode if I put that last one in. So the first one was the quote or saying, curiosity killed the cat. But the full actual saying is, curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. So it's kind of the actual, the actual saying is actually telling you like, yes, try new things. Um, doesn't matter if you fail at it or whatever else, because a lot, especially as a kid, people tell you like, oh yeah, you know, curiosity killed the cat because you, they, they're telling you being nosy or you should stay in your lane or stop being in other people's business kind of shit when you're not most of the time. When, I, when I've heard this and I've heard other people say this to them, this is not, had nothing to do with any of those things, but they're just trying to stifle you. They're trying to tell you to not do certain things when there's not, not even necessary to. So Honestly, I'm telling anybody out there, be a curious little kitty out there and try new things and tell everyone to shove it because nothing you're not actually hurting anyone. It's not going to be the end of the world if you don't become, you don't try new things and all of a sudden now you're like an expert in it or you all of a sudden, like, eh, you want to try painting, but now you're not going to be the newest Picasso. Who cares? You like painting. It's just for you. Go on and do it. Second one is the saying, blood is thicker than water. Like, telling you that you should always honor and respect your family. They're the closest thing to you, blah, blah, blah. Which, for a lot of people, if they're lucky, it is. But it's not always true to, for other people. There are too many people out there who really should not be parents. Who really are awful people to all their relatives. Whether their own parents, their siblings, cousins, whatever else. And... Of course, people say that blood is thicker than water because they're just telling you, like, well, you should just get over it because it's not actually a problem and you need to just be 
grateful for the family you got. But the original saying is, blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb, which it means the exact opposite. Because those who stand by you, who shed blood with you, they're the, your actual family. The people you choose are the ones you're going to be the most loyal and the most likely to actually be by your side and want the best for you. Well, some family members do not. If you're lucky, some of the people that you choose in your life are actually family members. And that I mean, honestly, that's great when you can, but don't expect other people to believe that way. Like especially because I have, I've had someone else tell this to one friend who's had awful family life, and always telling them like, "Well, you need to be respectful of your family. You need to forgive them." No, no, you don't. They're awful fucking people. No, you don't. You don't have to forgive them. You don't have to give them anything. You don't have to do anything with them if you don't want to because you need to do what's best for you. And having your blood of the covenant, which is people you choose to be in there because they want to be in your life, is a lot stronger than just any genetics. All right. Third one is the saying, seeing is believing. And... Kind of, some people kind of put that in the idea of, well, if it can't, especially like it's in two different sides. Like one side is the science side of like, well, unless you can test it and when you get results, then it's not real kind of thing. But if you actually talk to a scientist, they can tell you there's a lot of pot, like actually actually proving something is real or not sometimes depending on the context is actually kind of hard to do you kind of there's variations in there where it's like well it's possibility of this or if this could happen if this happens so it's kind of one of those things where like yeah you can technically believe it when you do see it and everything else but honestly it's the same thing as like in the past where people didn't believe in like oxygen and air or they didn't even know it was there but you knew you can breathe. Kind of. There you go. But the original saying as seeing is believing, but feeling is the truth. So kind of adds the extra part of like sometimes you know in your heart what the answer is. Whether or not it's going to be easy or hard. Whether or not you love somebody. Whether or not you think changing careers is going to be a good idea. Well, everyone else is like, well, I believe that you should stay in the job you're in because we know you have a stable job there. We know it pays well and we know you got a 401k and everything else. And going somewhere else is like like insanity to some people. But in your heart, you know you can't stay where you are because it's it's eating you alive or you're bored out of your mind or you just feel like trying something new, which is not that hard for some people and really hard for others. But the idea that change somehow has to have like scientific and other hundreds of different ways to back it up. Sometimes you need to know the truth and sometimes it's it's a feeling and it doesn't need to be quantitated or it doesn't need to be proven in any sense of like something physically there. Like you physically have the money, you physically have a car to show for all your hard work and everything else. And I guess I'll add a little bit of the introvert piece in there is that yeah seeing is believing where some people are like well, I see you all the time out in events and talking to people like you can't be an introvert like you that's not how it is like no I'm an introvert because I know what that is and you see me 
doing stuff. So that means introverts are more varied than you think. Just because you don't see it a certain way doesn't mean it's not right that way. Like I have, I've met some people who are extremely extroverted, but just like hate concerts. Like there's certain, there's certain things that you just do or do not like because that's how you feel. That's, that is your truth kind of thing. And it doesn't need to be like this box that so many people want to put everything in. You can do whatever you want. Feel how you ever feel. Just, yes, feel it like inside, but also take your brain with you. So there needs to be some logic in, in that stuff. All right. And the fourth and last one is the saying, great minds think alike. Of course, that's kind of like, oh, yeah, we're all, like everyone knows the answer to certain things or they feel a certain way. And it's kind of like the commutative ideas, which is not a bad thing in itself. But the idea is the full saying is great minds think alike. But fools seldom differ. And that is a very, very big difference. And it means it, in the saying, it's very small, but the difference is very big. That, yes, you think alike. Yes, you have some of the same ideas, but you're allowed to have individual differences. And you should. The too many people are around each other are, are too much alike is not healthy, not safe. Second example is... Um, I guess the best one I can think of right now is like my friend has, she's part of the PTA, but there is a group of moms who all think alike and everything's got to be exact same way that they want it. And they can't possibly think of any other way to do things differently because this is how we've always done it. We're right. And we collectively believe this, but no one even discuss why things are or anything else. And half of the times the things they've got in there have been rolled over from things before them so it's kind of like you know we could try something differently at one time they want to do a different like bake sale and one of the moms wanted to have like a whole section like move a section of stuff that is completely gluten-free or completely peanut butter free or stuff like that for people with sensitivities and the moms were like oh my God, this is so hard for us. Why do you give us so much work? We can't do possibly do it. And it's like, no, we'll just have one or two moms who already have the kids that have those problems. And then we just make sure it's separated. But like, she's still thinking, bake sale, we're all working together. So that's thinking alike. But these other moms were just stuck on how they wanted to do it. And no one else was right. And if you are separated from us, and you don't believe what we're doing and you or a problem. Next episode is going to be about jack of all trades because that one is a whole separate thing. But honestly, hearing people say these quotes and sayings and everything else so off just to try to like force people to believe something they believe or just be little snots, I will be the bigger shithead to them and quote the whole quote at them. And yes, people get a little snotty with me and I don't freaking care because you're going to try to tell me something and then not even quote something right. It's like someone someone telling me something about my own history and they don't even get the freaking date or person right. It's not the, you're not winning any arguments here. But on top of that, I do have the Curiosity Killed the Cat quote on a t-shirt. So if anybody wants to buy it, it's there. So I have it on the, of the first part of the quote on the front and then the the actual rest of it that people forget on the back. So check that out on my website under the apparel navigation button. 
It'll be one of the first top buttons there too, but I will probably link it in the blog post and the blog post will be linked in the show notes if you don't go from straight there. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity. 